morning, everybody. Um, welcome back to the Wondered Bliss Podcast. Uh, my name is Kevin Faulkner. I'm filming this bright and early today. You'll be watching it whenever you watch it, so thanks for being here. Um, here for the fourth episode of the podcast. Um, so I'll be going over the fourth poem in my book right now. We'll do a little self-promotion. Uh, what Struggle Brings, a book of art, poetry, and prose. Um, everything in here all done entirely by me. Um, it's my baby, my heart and soul, and <laughs> everything that I wanted it to be. I'm very happy with how it turned out, so I'll post links, I'll post everything. Uh, go get yourself a copy, you can follow along as, as we go through it throughout the podcast right now. Um, but yeah, so I've done a little bit of preparation. I want most of these podcasts to be kind of free thought, um, stream of consciousness. So I don't want to prepare too much. It can kind of leave me in a bit of a rambling mess, but half of the fun is the exploration of thought to see where the mind might go. Um, so, um, I don't know. It's my two cents on that. My intro is horrible right now. I don't know how to introduce myself on a podcast. I'm looking at a camera that's giving me zero feedback and I like having conversations with people. So monologues is not my my favorite thing to do yet. But I'll get better. Um, we'll be okay. I promise. But I guess I'll go ahead and get into it. I'll read my next poem here and then we'll kind of break it down and see what needs to be said. Right? It's an interesting topic. I think one that probably a lot of people will resonate with. So Let's get into it. <clears throat> this poem is called Untethered. What's another fight? What's another morning woke to screaming? What's more war-torn shame and pride to a pair of young eyes? I didn't know what words to say. This time was just like any, but this time we parted ways, and then things changed forever. We packed our bags, moved out of state, and then everything felt different. Everything except our names. Even our souls were quivering. Sure, we still had a home but had no place. And although we went to church, no words could stop our fall from grace. And my whole world untethered. So that's a fun little one. <laughs> we're in the dark section of my book. Um, haven't even gotten into the meat of it. But the book is broken up into three different sections, the dark, the haze, and the light. So these early episodes, they'll be a little heavier. Uh, they'll be a little heavier getting into the, the nitty-gritty of the darkness in my life. Um, but there's a lot of value in those moments, I think. All of your struggles, all of your hardship, they're there for a reason. You learn the most from those situations. Um, that is the truth. So in the end, they are a positive. Because if you've learned something, then you're in a good spot. You're more prepared for the future. If you've never gone through anything, you're kind of fucked. Anything can, can hurt you, you know? Um, drink my coffee a little bit. I'm still somewhat recovering from a, a sore throat. So my voice is still kind of giving out a little bit. Um, but let's break it down. Uh, I decided to break it down by stanza this time. Might make it a little bit easier for me to focus. So the first thing, what's another fight? What's another morning woke to screaming? What's more war-torn shame and pride to a pair of young eyes? 
Now this year, what I'm talking about, obviously, is fighting in the home. Um, I grew up um, a big family. There's nine kids in my family. So a lot of different moving parts and pieces, lots of personalities, lots of people learning how to be humans. Um, and that's an ongoing process, so I include my parents in that, right? But this is nothing exclusive to my family. I think everybody has gone through this in some way, shape, or form. There's been some form of tension in your life. Some type of argument or fighting between people. Me, growing up, I mean, there was obviously a lot, just because there was a lot of people. So there's arguments between parents, arguments between parent to child, child to child, a mix of everything all together. Um, so it was fun. There was also a lot of love growing up, so I can't, can't uh, ignore that. But th there was a lot of fighting. Um, and just because everybody has dealt with this, just because this is a normal phenomenon, it doesn't mean that it's easy. <laughs> Fighting, screaming at the top of your lungs, um, all of the things that that can entail. Um, won't get into too many details, right? But it's fucking difficult. Might be some of the hardest things that you ever deal with. Because you're dealing with the most sour of emotions in people. You're dealing with the their darkness, their, their fire that's burning within them, right? And it's all coming out in a fight. <laughs> Fights usually extend far beyond the reason you're fighting. So things get brought up, new things spark. It just it goes back and forth. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. It's difficult to deal with. You you then have broken hearts that you then need to to meld and um, sometimes. Broken bodies. <laughs> it's never any fun, right? Um, but you got a lot of healing that has to come from these things, and it's difficult. It doesn't mean that people are bad. It doesn't mean that these people are bad. That's That was a big thing for me. All of the different... Because it wasn't just in my family that I've experienced fighting. I've had it with previous relationships, with friends, with random people that I came into contact with. It's a very common thing. Um... Is directly related to a certain subset of emotions that everybody experiences. It doesn't mean you're bad, right? If you've ever fought with somebody, if you've ever blown up, have been outraged, if they've ever been that way, it doesn't mean they're bad. Now, if that's a person's operating system and they're only ever angry, that may be a problem. I personally think it's more of an indicator of some internal healing that they need to do, some deep wounds that they're reeling from. And if you view it in that way, you can have a lot of compassion for people, but the work does need to be done. They do have to overcome it, because you can't just be offloading your bullshit onto people indefinitely. That's just ridiculous, and it's unfair. Um, but that doesn't mean people are bad. I think everybody is worthy of redemption, Everybody has these feelings and everybody has to learn how to deal with these feelings because they're powerful. They're fucking powerful, I'll tell you what. Um, because, you know, it's difficult enough to just be a person operating, trying to understand the feelings that I'm feeling. But then you have the clashing of souls, the clashing of expectations between two people. 
And it triggers everybody's insecurities. It triggers everybody's anxieties. <laughs> it's just, it can get bad pretty fast, you know. And that's why, I mean, we need to try our best not to fight. Especially in the home. Especially with the family. Especially with the people that you love. You know? It's very often and very true. The people that will hurt you the most in your life probably will be the people you love the most. And who love you the most. And that's confusing as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but we need to try our best, right, to, to maintain our tempers. They can be um, taken control of. It's difficult at times, but they can be. So if you're always flying off the handle, check yourself before you wreck yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we need to try our best because it, it creates trauma in people's lives, especially if it's parents fighting and all of these things. Your kids are going to be catching the brunt of that. They will be. It's an unfortunate truth, but they will be. Um, so do what you can, right? Um, and kind of leading into the next stanza here, it's like, I didn't know what words to say. This time was just like any, but this time we parted ways, and then things changed forever. <laughs> In this case, you know, I'm, I'm talking about divorce. I'm talking about the end result of all of this fighting between my parents, between everybody in the house, you know, all the tension that had been brewing for such a long time. It led to the family falling apart. It did, and that came with all kinds of trouble, right? The divorce rates are ridiculously high in this country. Um, in the world, I mean, it's this type of thing. People have been engaging in marriage quite um, flippantly, and have been viewing it quite callously. Um, and I don't know, people run away and break ties. It's supposed to be a lifelong engagement. Um, it's supposed to be until death do you part, right? <laughs> we shouldn't really be getting divorced at all, right? Um, I'm not saying never do it. But we need to be very careful about who you get married to. It's, it's very important that you hold those things together. Because the family is something that needs to be held together. Your kids need both of their parents. They need both. Of course they need both. They need more influences. I talked about this in a previous podcast episode. Um, it takes a lot to raise a person, to develop a person. Just two parents alone isn't enough to really raise a person, but you need both. Fuck. Um, <coughs> so we, we need to be doing everything we can to keep that under wraps because we're extending our trauma onto our children when we get divorced. Of course we are. If you think you're not, fucking think again. Because um, it's happening. And it's it's incredibly sad. And your kids didn't do anything. Um <laughs> to deserve you two falling apart. And it's difficult. I know relationships are tough. They're tough. You have to equal and be equally yoked in your expectation and um, what you both are giving and receiving to one another. It's very difficult, but we need to fucking try our best. And this is why we need to try not to be arguing so much. Try to keep things positive as best you can because you never know when that last fight is the one. You never know when things are now too much, too great, too things have gone too far to come back from. You, you don't know when that point is. You may think you do, but eventually you just hit that point where 
either both of you or one of you is just fed up and done. Um, so we need to be healing instead of separating from each other. I mean, on a societal level, this is the same thing, same principle when it comes to relationships, like romantic relationships, but also friendships, um, neighborly interactions, just with everybody. It's like we need to be trying to heal instead of just aggravating the issues indefinitely um, and just, just letting things blow up because obviously, look around you, look around the world, we've been going in this direction for quite some time and has it been leading to anything positive? No. Um, fuck off if you think it has been because I don't think you're looking with your eyes. You're definitely not listening with your ears, right? Um, the world is full of hate right now. Full of trauma and drama and bitter disgrace. <laughs> and it's happening everywhere, you know. So we need to try to avoid that as much as possible. Um, because the trauma that we experience extends beyond us. We hurt people hurt people, you know, and... The less we're hurting people, the less people will get hurt down the line, you know. Um, because, you know, as this poem kind of extends, it's going to say, we packed our bags, moved out of state, and then everything felt different. Everything except our names. Even our souls were quivering. And my little notes here, it just, that's kind of just a continuation of the same trauma. You know, my parents got divorced and we ended up moving. So in my life, once again, we moved. Another time, I not only lost my father in this exchange, um, but I lost all of my friends, again, that I had. Moved to a whole new area, knew nobody. Um, I'd fallen away from church and, and my religion, my faith, my sense of self and comfort. All of these things started just falling apart. And <laughs> this could have all been avoided, right? I mean, personally, I think... The way things do go, they were supposed to go differently, they would. So there is some truth. I mean, I think I was supposed to learn some of these lessons in my life. But I think we do have the responsibility to try to hold things together. I think that's part of the puzzle that is this life, right? Otherwise, we just snowball our trauma. We end up causing more and more problems indefinitely extends to every part and piece of our life and I felt it in mine I had to heal all kinds of different parts and pieces to get to the point where I am today um, <laughs> it would have been much easier had I not had to do that right well you know you know how it goes um, but these things I mean everything falling apart and I get into the next part is like how we still had a home but had no place and although we went to church no words could stop our fall from grace and my whole world untethered. These things, I mean, like, it's traumatic. There are so many things that can cause trauma. I think people throw the word trauma around probably a little bit too much. You know, someone cutting you in line or something at a store, that's not trauma, right? A lot of people will try to say that it is. And it may have annoyed you and, and triggered your insecurities or something, but it's not trauma. But trauma, I mean, it definitely, anything can be traumatic. I mean, the weaker you are, the more things will be, of course. But trauma really is anything that rips away your sense of self, rips away your sense of security, rips away 
your viewpoint of the world, if you all of a sudden are being forced to look at the world entirely differently than you've ever looked at it before, um, fuck, yeah, that'll be traumatic. Anything can happen. I mean, let's say you get beat the fuck up by some people. Now you don't feel safe. Now you have to look at the world through a lens of the world is out to get me. Right? That's just one example. You get ripped and moved away. Now I, I can't get close to anybody because I know how bad it hurts to lose them, right? That's traumatic. So now I'm, I've built up this shield in me. And now I'm not letting anybody get close because I don't want to be hurt again. I've been there. I know how it is. Um, and it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant, y'all. Um, and all of this, all of this can be avoided. It, it seems like wishful thinking almost. This idea that we can live in peace and almost have a utopic society and all of the things, all the wonder, wonderful ideas, right? Seems almost immature to expect that from people because, you know, the world is full of all kinds of bullshit. And it is full of bullshit. It's full. People are full of these emotions. People are full of strange desires and expectations and things that that lead them to act immaturely and wrong towards others. But we also have the good. We also have the ability to control these things. We do. And it really is true. If, if everybody is trying their best not to be a piece of shit, they're trying to be good, trying to love, Fuck, the world is fantastic. Society is, is healed and we're living in utopia. If everybody, every day, in every interaction is trying to be generous, trying to be loving, trying to be good to one another, what else is utopia? What else is better than that? And it is possible, you know? We just have to get past some of these little quirks about humanity, right? <laughs> Easier said than done. But it is possible, and I think we all need to be trying our absolute best in every exchange to be better, right? Um, otherwise, these types of things, you'll, your relationships will fall apart, which will extend trauma because, I mean, it's traumatic for you, and so you'll bring that upon other people in the future. It'll happen to your children. They'll bring trauma, and they'll spread it around. And this type of thing, it has to end at some point. Hurt people hurt people, but at some point, it has to end. And you can be the person who ends it. If you just try your absolute fucking best to love. Now, you can't extend yourself too far if someone else is not trying to do the same. But we have the responsibility to each other to do this. So I, I plead with everybody. Because, you know, it's, it's the best thing for you. That's something I've experienced in my life. I feel way better the more loving that I am. If I can make a person smile, that makes me happy. Some of the, the worst I've ever felt about myself was in regards to times I've hurt other people. I felt way worse about the heartbreak I've caused and the heartbreak I experienced. Both fucking suck, I'll tell you what, but I've felt way worse about the hurt that I've caused others. 
So, I mean, even if you want to be selfish, the best thing you can do is be good. Because it's good for you. It's good for you. It's good for you. Um, it's good for everyone else. So, I'll call it here for today. We'll get back into to more of the book next episode here. But definitely go buy yourself a copy, What Struggle Brings. Um, give me all of your money. I would deeply and greatly appreciate it. Um, but also, I mean, I think there's definitely some nuggets of truth in here. I've spent a lot of time working through my shit and trying my best to understand how to move forward appropriately. Um, and if you're going through a bunch of shit, I'm not saying I have the answers to all of your problems, but there may be something in here that might help you. Um, so get yourself a copy. Get someone you know a copy. Um, it, it may do some good. I'm, I'm trying to do some good with this. So, I don't know. Get yourself a copy. I'll put links. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, share. Do the things. You know the things. Come on. Um, but, until next time, much love, everybody. Peace. Oh, what?